Hey everyone and welcome back to Sober Politics. So it's Saturday and I think it's been about four days since I did my last podcast. So I thought I'd just keep the momentum going and um, do a podcast about two things well, which are related, um, um, which I've been meaning to talk about as well, um, which is like depersonalization and de-disassociation. I don't know if there are other terms that are also part of the same sort of like family of experiences, um, but they're the two that I've come across recently and um, want to talk about. So, um, yeah, like I, I'm sort of stepping in here because I think that there's a lot of um, neglect uh, when it comes to mental health, even by doctors, uh, people who are trained professionals. I've seen it, I've experienced it. I know about it. I mean, it's it's really quite horrifying, like how uh, those people who are trained to do a certain job actually use it as a means to exercise power and control. And a lot of the time, it's very sadistic, um, as I've, as I've mentioned before. So, um, I think it's really important for like an ordinary person like me, um, to talk about these things um, in a way that's relatable to, to people who might have some of these experiences. So, um, have had some of these experiences, let's say. So, the first time that I um, think that I've had, like, experiences of disassociation or um, depersonalization, um, where you basically detach yourself from where you are. Um, and mentally um because you don't you you don't want to be there um so actually i'm going to start with the meaning of both um so disassociation is a mental process of disconnecting from one's thoughts feelings memories or sense of identity um what happens when you disassociate so this is from mind.org.uk but you guys can find like you know more thorough definitions um uh let's look on the nhs website actually um disassociative disorders um are a range of dis- conditions that can cause physical and psychological problems some dissociative disorders are very short-lived perhaps following a traumatic life event and resolve on their own over a matter of weeks or months others can last much longer so the symptoms of a disassociative disorder um they can vary but may include feeling disconnected from yourself and the world around you forgetting about certain time periods events and personal information feeling uncertain about who you are having multiple distinct identities and feeling little or no physical pain okay so um yeah like guys have a look um because there's like obviously a lot of information um and here it says um, another definition. This is from mine, <coughs> mind.org.uk. If you dissociate, you may feel disconnected from yourself and the world around you. For example, you may feel detached from your body or feel as though your world, the world around you is unreal. Remember, everyone's experience of dissociation is different. So my experience was not that the world around me was unreal. It was that I wasn't real. So that's a big thing that I went through when I, after I left uni, because I felt like, I think it had a lot to do with um, the way I was treated while I was at uni, because I was literally treated like I didn't exist. Um, Like, uh, yeah, it was mind-blowingly horrible um, what happened to me. And so I was like, um, 
yeah, it didn't matter who I spoke to, how far, how high I climbed, how many people that I, I went to, like everyone was just self-interested. Everyone was just like, well, who cares about this, um, you know, Bangladeshi woman who's in front of us who thinks that she knows better than everyone else, you know? It was always this sort of like, except for a very few number of people, it was always like, I don't care because you can see him. I <laughs> said, I don't care because of who, like you're ethnic racial identity um i've lived through it enough to know like exactly where that sort of dismissal comes from um so yeah um so that they're the first memories maybe when i was younger when i was in my teenagers um i would often like uh not hear my mom when she was calling me and that was really like um yeah that was annoying because um I genuinely had blocked everything out and then I get told off for being like disobedient or like not listening or something like that and it's like like my sister would be like can't you hear mom's calling you and I'd be like no I didn't hear and you know you'd sound like you're making things up but actually you probably just you know checked out um so in the last year like I think I mentioned um you know, just how compounded abuse is. So I wanted to, like, talk about the two, the, the most recent incidences. So in last year, August, I went on a trip to um, another city in, in the UK um, to visit a friend who'd got a job there. And, um, yeah, um, the two of the people who I usually feel very safe around is part of this sort of friendship circle. Um, a couple um, didn't come to that city didn't come to that meeting like that sort of gathering um that august so that that time so i did feel a little bit uncomfortable i was a bit like okay maybe they'll arrive tomorrow and um, they didn't in the end and obviously it's not their fault but um the person who assaulted me um i really think he's an opportunist and took the opportunity that um those two people who are usually very protective and very like they would be so angry if they w- it wouldn't have happened if they were there, I don't think. Um, I don't think the, the, the abuser would have, like, um, crossed that line um, if those if that couple had been there that, that weekend. So it's really interesting, like, just how, like, again, the isolation, um, knowing that all of the people that were there were his friends, um, more so than mine, that kind of thing. Um so yeah, he really, really took an opportunity and I'm, I find that so like disgusting and cowardly and all of those things. But after the assault happened, it happened at night, um, actually while I was sleeping. So really, really messed up. Um, and, um, yeah, the next morning I made a coffee. I didn't tell anyone. I had sort of made it clear that I didn't want to talk to that person, um, and then they should stay away from me. Um, but I, the living room was quite big, so I made my coffee. I stood behind the sofa, sort of just disassociated. Like, I just checked out. And the cup that was in my hand, the mug that I was in, in my hand, it started spilling the coffee. I started spilling the coffee without realising. And then the person who'd assaulted me, he sort of saw, and he was like, Rabia, Rabia. And I was, I sort of snapped out of it. And I looked down and I'd obviously spilt um, some of the coffee that was in my mug. Um, so that was the, the the sort of like incident that happened last August, like let's say autumn. Um, and that's when I sort of like thought, oh, what is that? Like, what what is that that happens? And I thought about it and 
um, I just I mean, like just applied the word disassociate disassociating to it, um, and then, um, yeah, and then um, this time round, sorry, I'm just gonna try and get the timeline right because it was like two there were a few incidences where I it's like I'm trying to like frame this um properly because I think there were two incident instances when I yeah so after the ringleader sent me um I had the argument with the ringleader he um the lap the ringleader's laptop um uh was you know sort of pretending to be like sympathetic and stuff to begin with and um he went in the shower and I was in the kitchen and I was just trying to keep myself busy um and I kept switching on the hot tap um and when you switch on the hot tap the cold the hot water goes from the shower and you know it it disrupts the person who's having a shower um and I think he came out of the shower and he's like Rabia like stop using the hot water and I was like yeah yeah sorry sorry and then I think I did it twice more and he and I was like I'm sorry I'm disassociating like I'm really sorry like I it's like your body goes on autopilot and you're thinking about something else like your your mind is like somewhere else like you your mind and your body are not connected um and so like I apologized and I said oh you know that that's happening and so that was like me also recognizing like how serious things had become um when that happened um and then the next time was when I was making my hot water bottle um quite late at night and I um again was so agitated um every time every single day like trust me guys like I could not sit still um I could not (laughs) um and that's why I was like super super productive in some ways during those weeks because um you know I was even like removing the lint from all of my clothes like all I would like got some batteries so I could keep refilling the lint remover batteries so they wouldn't run out so I would always have something that I could like just go like repetitive movements so it was like really really like seriously like until I was exhausted at the end of the day and then I would like go to sleep but I, I genuinely like and then any time that I felt like I needed to like talk I would do the podcast so um yeah like I I was making my hot water bottle um and I couldn't just stand there waiting for the water to heat up so I decided to clean the worktop and just while the water had heat like boiled my hand ran across across the steam and um, I burnt my hand um and again like that's not something that I would normally do like I would be aware of the fact that there's a kettle there and I wouldn't just be autopiloting the cleaning you know um like obviously disconnecting my hearing as well because I would have heard the kettle and I would have been like oh the kettle's on but yeah there was a real disconnect from my body and my mind um so I burnt my hand um Last night, um, it's actually happened again because this is going to sound really weird, but I just thought about how, like, the ringleader's lapdog, the guy um, who, like, totally betrayed me and, like, dehumanised me, um, horrible person in so many ways, um, like, such a sadistic person, um, he would call me by one of my nicknames, he would call me Rabs, and it would always like bother me especially after he dehumanized me to continue calling me rabs 
and he'd just say, hey, Rabs, or whatever, when he'd come into the room, I'm like, why are you even talking to me? Like, you've literally dehumanized me. You don't talk to me anymore. Um, why are you saying hi to me? Like, it would kind of annoy me, and it would... I became... I started to feel obliged to say hey when I came into the room as well, and then I just stopped doing it. I was just like... I just started being on the phone, basically, to, to someone who would, um, yeah, stay on the phone with me. So... I just I just heard the voice in my head like rabs and then I just I think I dis yeah I disassociated while I disconnected from my what I was doing um which was filling up a hot water bottle and I burnt my thumb so you know like I immediately again like ran it under cold water um I didn't ha- I don't have my burn cream like I did last time um but it's okay like it's a little bit red but I was quite um, yeah, I knew what had happened there, so it's something that you go through, you might not realise what's happening, I know that my mum's definitely gone through it as well, now that I look back at, like, some of the things that would happen to her, and how she would get hurt while I was growing up, um, a few of the other people that I really love and care about, and, um, I can also see how, like, a lot of their injuries are from, like, um, this sort of, like, checking out, or disassociation, this is depersonalization or disassociation um depersonalization disorder is marked by periods of feeling disconnected or detached from one's body and thoughts the disorder is sometimes described as feeling like you are observing yourself from outside your body or like being in a dream so this is from webmd um again to give you like um before I gave you the definition of disassociation and this is depersonalization so they they do sound quite similar um and yeah again like look them up if you feel like you've gone through something like this like um it's really useful to be able to put a term to it it doesn't mean that it's not going to keep happening because yeah like I didn't expect it last night to be honest um but you just have to take care of yourself um not get angry at yourself because it could be easy to say oh you know oh you're so how could you like you know negative self-talk like I really recommend I really really um push and like encourage you not to have a negative um self-talk um if you can stop the verbal um negative self-talk that would be fantastic like I um stopped that a few years ago and it's actually helped me a lot um so if you find yourself vocalizing like really check that and you know try to um stop doing that like as a habit like just it's really 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 important not to have like negative self-talk like I really believe in that um again because like I've observed it in other people and I just want them to not use those words against themselves you know like it's um yeah um so that's uh I think most of what I wanted to say um I wanted to also say that I went round to the flat um to pick up some stuff and also to feed my plants um and the ringleader was in and his lapdog was in as well um yeah I just basically like took all the things that belonged to any of them like I put them on the kitchen table I um you know took whatever I needed to from the kitchen 
Um, I don't really want to go into detail because I feel like I'm not sure if these these people are still stalking me. So I'm actually just gonna like keep that this that that, that description very simple, and I can tell you that story um, once I've properly moved out. Um, so because there are there, yeah, there's definitely some some things to tell you guys. Um, I obviously was really nervous about going in um, to that place. Um, at some point, I was on the phone to my brother. Um, yeah, like, um, it was not as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Um, it was definitely difficult, but yeah, I managed to... My plants weren't dying, and I think that's what gave me the, the most relief when I arrived. <laughs> it's just a sign um, that everything will be okay. Um so um this seg- segment is really short. Um I think I've be- basically mentioned everything that I wanted to. Um uh yeah, I think that uh I might add something later if I if I think of it, but for the time being um yeah, like if you're in a tra- traumatic situation, if you're in a, in a space where you don't want to be, if you're suffering from uh P- CPT complex post traumatic stress disorder um after a traumatic event um then uh keep your environment safe um keep yourself safe keep a good sleep routine if you can because that will help you like physically stay strong um i napped like for 4 hours yesterday um <sighs> because I'm just perpetually like tired actually um I'm trying to get through some of the real like the practical things that I actually have to get done like I need to sort out a lot of things before I move out um properly obviously so it's sort of like am I regaining my strength or is this it now from now like I'm just traumatized and I'm just like half my levels of normal energy um one thing that I did want to talk about was actually I put was about to post about this on Instagram and I should probably just keep it to here because a lot of people on Instagram just want to say um just want to you know like see beautiful things and la 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 and I know that people get annoyed with um you know I can just tell that there's like you know people would rather just see a picture of you smiling and like um, showing as much of your body as possible or whatever um, rather than like listen to the fact that you might be going through a hard time which is always like really really shocks me um, because it's like do you know who I am and if you don't then like why are you on my Instagram like I don't understand so it's sort of like this weird like superficial adoration that people have of you but they don't really want to you know deal with all the all the grit and all the um complexity and hardship that makes you that beautiful person um that is who I am like who I am today where I'm standing today um the friends that I have today is not a product of like it really is like um you know a lot to do with like the hardship that I've been through um and the people who are around me who actually like actually see the beauty in that and I I cannot like if I keep talking about this I will start crying because it's like um so incredible how my friends have been over this period like I can't um I can't believe it like I I frankly can't believe it like I'm partly like 
probably like <laughs> so shocked by it like it's amazing because right now I'm safe I'm staying with a friend and I can't I can't begin to I really really want to like dedicate um a really like honor on honoring a section honoring my friends um but for the time being um I'll leave it there <laughs> um and hopefully at the end I can sort of like say something and um obviously like yeah it's it's a complicated thing it's also a very private thing um these this sort of love and this help and this friendship so it's there that's why I have the courage to do these podcasts um that's a big reason why because a lot of my friends have been through um my friends and my family have been through um a lot of difficult times and abuse and things like that so I do it for them as well um even though like maybe they don't always like especially my family maybe my brother like they don't always understand like what why I'm doing this or where I'm going with this but he doesn't really know what a meme is so like we can just forget about that (laughs) he's only like seven or eight years older than me and I think I have to sit down with him and be like so a meme is no I don't know if it's gonna work but um yeah no he's obviously like someone who's very 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 close to me um I did play him one of my podcasts and I don't know if he really understands like I guess he'd have to like listen to it on one on his own volition which is um better than me being like listen to my podcast (laughs) um anyway um it's not like he is not it's like it's um it's not as though he doesn't listen to me (laughs) enough as it is you know I'm just like um yeah poor thing um so I um yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to leave uh, the podcast there. If I have anything to add, I think I'm going to add it later on today. As I said, like, I'm really tired. So this podcast has been a little bit, like, mm, all over the place, I feel like. But maybe not. Um, and I hope you found it useful. I hope that um, uh, you can read a little bit about um, the terms that I've I've mentioned. Or, like, the disorder. They call them disorders, but I feel like they're that's a little bit, like, harsh. But... Um, experiences that you might have or um, coping mechanisms that your body and your mind go through um, after you've um, had a traumatic experience so yeah like um, that they're they're not they're different for everyone um, but it's good to know and please keep yourself safe Um, take care of yourself Um, this is a big one but like I usually have to keep burn cream with me like I keep telling myself that um yeah um like as part of my like travel pack like I have a like a bag that I have like a travel bag um have your travel bags like things like that it just helps you keep organized in general like regardless of of like being um like someone who's um perpetually or like chronically um abused I know it's so hard to accept that reality but it's the truth and it's a painful truth but it's something that we can get through like I really believe in it um yeah it's so many so many women like I've spoken to who are going through this and feel alone and 
for sure the government structures or whatever like they are not helping like they're really 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 actually working against um survivors of abuse um and they are really complicit in our abuse so you know it's for us to um find each other and support each other and listen to each other and love each other with ki- with kindness and um patience and all of those things and um yeah i'm going to leave it there because i'm definitely tired so <laughs> i'll talk to you all guys all soon talk to you guys soon and um yeah please take care of yourselves and um yeah bye